Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And you know, Holly, every week we gather around this table, and you know... I need encouragement as much as anyone that's sitting at the table with us. Would you agree? Absolutely. Probably a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So I, I got to tell you how excited I was this week when someone took the time to contact me and say, hey, I don't know if you realize it or not, but I take you jogging with me all the time. I take you with me wherever I go. And your podcast, Get Me Through. I'm just floored by that because her words of encouragement gives me the energy and the fuel to keep on going. And I think that's why I think that's why we're supposed to be here at Encouragement Cafe. And sometimes we lose sight of that. And we say, man, is it really doing any good? Does anybody really need this? I mean, there's a million places you could get encouraged. But I am so grateful that right when I needed it most, somebody took the time to reach out to me and say, hey, you guys are making a impact in my life. And I want to just stop and pause for a minute and say thank you for that because we get weary just like you. We get tired just like you. And we sometimes look at everything that's going on in the world and we're like, can we get through it? And I don't know what it is you're going through right now or what it is you're challenging yourself to do or become. But can I just give you a little mama talk right here and right now? You don't have to be perfect. Amen, Holly? Amen. (laughs) Thank the Lord on that, right? So let me just, let me tell you what we're going to talk about around the table today. Because girls, I know you. And you know me, and so often we feel like we have this imaginary standard to live up to because nobody else on the planet really thinks we need to be doing all of that. Now, we may have a mother-in-law or a sister-in-law or a friend or even a husband or a child that tells us maybe something we could improve on or do better, but we take it to the next level and we say, I should be X. I should be wonderful. I should be marvelous at every single thing I try. And if I'm not, I'm failing. And that is not the truth. So today we're going to dig in and we're going to look at ways that we cannot worry about being perfect. So it's not about perfection. It's about progression. And Holly, I know that as a mom of six, you have got to feel you're juggling all the, the balls and one is always dropping and does that and that can play on your mind, right? It can play on your on your heart and you feel I've done it again. I'm not perfect. Absolutely. I have just learned to lay down the balls and not even try. I mean, that's the beauty of having a large family. When I had one kid or two kids and a little bit with three kids, I really tried to keep all the balls going up in the air, striving for that perfect mom only to have everything fall down and for me to end up exhausted by the end of the day. I mean, with all these kids I have, I've just learned, I I have been forced to learn that I just can't do it all. And that is okay. It took me six kids to figure this out. Hopefully 
<laughs> it took you maybe one or two. I am a slow learner, I guess. <laughs> but I will never have a Pinterest house. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. won't mm-hmm. with six kids. We will never get anywhere on time. We just won't. It has allowed me to relax into the gift of imperfection, especially in motherhood. We all start out trying, but somewhere along the way, we realize we can't be perfect. And you know what? It isn't worth it. The heart of our kids and husbands are way more important than a color-coded chart Mm. and a clean house, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that is so key because we live in a performance-based society where it's not just what have you done, it's what have you done lately. And, And I've seen that play out in some of my friends that are my age because we had glory days. You know, we had, you know, in our 20s, 30s, 40s, we were kicking it and we were, you know, doing great. And now, you know, people look at you and they're like, yeah, but that was then. What are you doing now? And so you have this tendency, no matter what age you are, to feel like, oh, yeah, what am I doing now? I'm probably not doing enough. And pretty soon you fall into that performance-based mentality. But can I just pause for a minute and say, we're not alone? If you look in the Bible, every great leader that has a story to tell fell into the same camp that you and I are in right now. I mean, let's just take a look. Let's pause for a minute at Moses. I mean, Moses had it all together because look at what his family did for him. They knew that the only way to save him was to put him in this little basket and send him down the river and hope that God would take care of him. And he did. He got raised in a palace and he had the world by the tail. He kind of bought into his own press and thought that he was all that and a slice of cheese. He thought that he could do anything and do no wrong. And he felt like the judge, you know, and all of a sudden he watches somebody persecute one of his fellow Israelites and kills him. And then all of a sudden he realizes, uh uh-oh, a big time mistake. And he runs and runs and ends up in the middle of the desert. And he's there for 40 years. And he's like, wow, I'm shepherding the sheep of my father-in-law. How did I get here? I'm in the middle of nowhere and I am an alien. And maybe you feel like that. Maybe sometimes you feel like, how did I get here? Oh my goodness, I messed up so bad. And I have no idea how I'm ever going to get back, if I'm ever going to get back. And we all have those moments. Moments in our life, and sometimes they're weekly or daily, or maybe with six kids, it's moment by moment. We have those times, right? And we feel like, oh my goodness, I've messed up. I can't do it right. I'm never going to hit perfection. And we feel like, uh, I'm never going to get it right. Well, guess what? You're right. You are never going to get it right. Neither did Moses, neither did David, neither did Elijah, neither did Peter. I mean, look at any of the greats, and they all had massive fails. 
multiple times. So here's Moses, and he is in the middle of the land and saying, woe is me, you know, and he's like, wow, how am I going to ever have a, a life of impact? And he was so wanting to be perfect when he was in the palace. And maybe you've had palace moments where you've wanted to be perfect. And then all of a sudden, reality smacks you in the face and you realize you're not. And so then what do you do with that? It's a hard place to be when you let the perfect go, right? Hard, but temporary. And then it becomes amazing. And it is such a release. And that's the beauty of imperfection. Mm -hmm. We were never made to be perfect. We can never be perfect, ever. Like, that's so good. We will never live up to the standards that we can place on ourselves, and we will for sure never live up to the standards that other people place on us. And I can just do my best, and that is so freeing. I mean, when you look at all the leaders in the Bible, they are all far from being perfect, even Noah. So our imperfection is in totally great company. Absolutely. So well, today we're talking about progression over perfection. And girls, you and I know that we have this, this tendency to believe all the hype in the media that we should be always looking our best, uh, creating the perfect Pinterest home, creating the best jobs that we can do. We buy into feeling like we have to be perfect. Always. But the reality is, what we have to be willing to do is progress. To say, okay, I messed up. I'm not perfect, but I'm not going to let that destroy me. I mean, I have pity parties regularly. Can I just, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I can mess up and I can tell my husband, I shouldn't be leading Encouragement Cafe. I can't lead anything. And he'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to give you a minute and let you wallow. And then we got to move on because God called you. God called you to do this. And, you know, God put Moses in the basket and rescued him because he had a job for him to do. And so when he was having his pity party in the middle of the desert, God allowed him to have that for a minute. And then he sent a burning bush. And so I want to give you a wake up call right now. This right here, right now you're listening to is your burning bush. We are here to tell you that God has something in store for you and it's not perfection it's progression and you have something to do that only you can do you may fight it and say no no there's other people that can do it better than me my girlfriend had an idea for a book and she was so on fire and excited about the book until she read that somebody else published a book like that and i'm like Wake up. There are a gazillion of those books, but it's not your book. It's not from your heart. It's not your words. And the world needs to hear your story. And oftentimes, that's the way we approach anything that uh, feels like we've let people down. We failed. We haven't done it perfect like everyone else. Somebody else could do it better than we can because I'm not perfect. Well, Moses was not perfect in any way, but God said, you're the guy. And he ends up taking him back and Moses still argues with God. He's like, but I, but are you sure? Yeah, are you sure about this, God? Because I can't talk right. 
you know, I'm not, I don't have good speech, so nobody's going to listen to me. And God is so patient with Moses. So I want to tell you, God is so patient with you. He's not giving up on you. He doesn't want you to be perfect. He just wants you to say, okay, God, let's do this and realize you're not doing it. He's doing it through you. Absolutely. And that is such an encouragement, Luann. We can get so bought into the lies. Like, if only they saw the real me, I wouldn't be allowed to do this. But God does see the real you. And he calls you to do his work. And he still has a plan for you. Or you could do the lie of there's so many books and podcasts out there about such and such topic. I mean, what's my voice? And the sea of voices. Why, like, what will my voice even amount to anything? And we can get bought into that lie. Mm -hmm. And thank God he has more faith in us than we do ourselves sometimes. And sometimes we just have to use the faith that God is for us and step out in his confidence instead of letting those lies keep us from moving. Because lies can become our thoughts if we let them. You're too short, David. You have a past of murder, Moses. You look different, John. You have just as you have too much of a past, Mary. But these are the very people God uses to change the world. We can't let who we think we are not keep us from doing what God has called us to do. It's our thoughts and us that sometimes get in our own way instead of listening to God and those he has placed around us. Did you feel equipped to start Encouragement Cafe? Did you feel like you were the perfect person for the job? Never. Still don't. I think it's easy for (laughs) someone to see another person who has built this great community community of women, all the work that you have done, like the live events, the podcast, but they don't see the lies that were in your head that you had to overcome to get to this point. There comes a point where you just have to trust that God is greater than any of your imperfections and you Mm. just have to move. You just have to walk forward into God's calling. Take those first steps, right? Walk, get up and walk. I think of parenting. Look, guys, I'm a yeller. I am loud. I am passionate. And the only way to get these crazy kids to listen to me is for me to lose my mind. And I shouldn't be. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't be a mom, right? When I mess up, that leads me right back to the feet of Jesus. I mean, isn't that the entire point of Jesus? We need his love and forgiveness and the Holy Spirit. So we step right Mm -hmm. back out and we try again. We Mm -hmm. are all comeback kids. And that is great news. That's one of the greatest stories of the Bible. Exactly. So so today we're talking about not striving to be perfect, but just have progression. And so as we're looking at that, I want to I want to just go back and read a little bit of Exodus chapter four, when Moses said to the Lord, Oh, Lord, I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you spoken to your servant. I'm slow of speech and tongue. And the Lord says, who gave you your mouth? Who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. And you would think that would be enough, right? The the Lord is talking to him like, go, do it. But no, no, Moses says, but Lord, please 
send someone else to do it. And I could just, and then it says, then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, uh, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak well, and he's already on his way to meet you. I mean, God is trying to tell him, look, I've got you covered. I've got this. And Moses was so adamant, he could only see that he was a murderer that he had run away. He was a fugitive. How in the world could he do anything good for God or his people? And so I want to tell you right now, it doesn't matter if you reach perfection or what you think is perfection, because that is a goal that is fruitless. You're never going to get it. So what is more important is, are you going to say, yes, Lord? Are you going to say, okay, God, I don't understand how I don't understand why you've chosen me. I don't understand how to get any of this done. But I'm going to say yes, because you've sent an Aaron to walk alongside me. You've sent a Holly to help me do this show. You've sent a Rachel to help me do this podcast. You've sent an Anna to help organize the events. You've sent a Stephanie to make me laugh when I want to cry. God provides us with the people. He sent an Andrea to keep me organized in the middle of this Encouragement Cafe journey. I am not perfect and neither are you. But here's what I do. I do say, okay, God, I don't understand it because there are a million other people that you could call to do this and they would do it well. (laughs) And God says, I called you, Luann, and he's telling you, I called you, Holly, and he's telling you as you sit here at the table with us, I called you to be that mom, to be that friend, to be that daughter, to be that worker, to be that missionary, to be the one that only you can do these tasks, and you don't need to worry about perfection. I love what Rachel says. She said, God really confronted her with this. And she said, he told me 88%. And she was like, huh? And he said, you're always striving for 100%. Stop at 88% because I got this. Yes. And I just want to add that if we were all perfect or able to obtain perfect, we wouldn't need Jesus or the people he surrounds us with, right? I mean, if you could do, Luann, Encouragement Cafe all by yourself, you know, perfectly, you would miss out on some of the biggest blessings of relationships, of those sweet moments of trust with God. You know, it's a gift that we can't be perfect. It's a gift. We don't have to strive for all that. And to find those people who can step in and do our weak areas well and be in relationship and community like iron sharpening iron, if we didn't need God or need people, we could just be a perfect by ourselves. And that would be a very, very lonely and quiet world. So uh, that's what I want you to hear today. We're the burning bush that's screaming out because God said, look around you. The world needs you. The world needs you to come out of your shell. Quit being so afraid of every stinking thing. Quit trying to be perfect and go 
God told Moses over and over, go. Okay, then go. I mean, you think that you get tired of telling your kids something, Holly. Can you imagine how God has to feel sometimes because he's constantly telling us, go. I got this already. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Well, I know that some of the girls sitting with us right now around the table have said, yeah, but you don't know it's just the way I'm made. I've got to be perfect. And, and, and I'm going to just call out a few of them right now that I love and adore. Patrice, you don't have to be perfect. Andrea, you don't have to be perfect. Lisa, you don't have to be perfect. Anna, you don't have to be perfect. Look, God says, progress, progress. Do the next thing. Go where I tell you to go and watch what I do through your obedience. You know, God is only calling us to do things so that he can shine and people will be pointed to him through us. You know, when he left this world, he has has us as his hands and feet. You and I. And so when we feel like, oh, I'm not perfect, Martha, if you feel like you're not perfect, that's a lie. Joan, it's a lie. It is a lie, Tracy, to believe that you have to be perfect. Natasha, you don't have to be perfect. All we have to do is progress and do the next thing. So Peggy, if you're listening right now, Renata, if you're listening right now, If you're sitting at this table with us and you hear the burning bush telling you, stop striving to be perfect. All I need from you is to take the next step. Then this podcast is for you. Well, I'm going to wrap us up in prayer because I'm telling you, this is not something that is a one and done. It is an everyday thing that we have to say, Lord, I don't get it. I don't understand why. I, I, you can ask anybody on the executive team at Encouragement Cafe. I've quit at least 395 times. I mean, in my, in my brain, I've said, uh-uh, somebody else has got to do this. I'm done. And God says, mm, not yet. Perfection is not required, but progression is. So I'm going to pray for all of us. Lord Jesus, you know us. You made us. You created us to be yours above all else. And so, God, we need willing hearts. We need obedient hearts. And we need the ambition and excitement to trust the journey that you're taking us on. God, we don't have to understand it. We don't have to control it. But we do have to be obedient to it. And so, God, I pray that every single one of us would see this moment as the burning bush. And you are calling us to go. So now go. And God, we need you to remind us of that daily. We love you, Lord. We want to be yours in Jesus' name. Amen. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, 
when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.